Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And welcome back. I'm Arlene Bynan, and I'm in for Alex Pearson, of course, for the rest of the week. And we're going to get into it because we have more food for thought from the one and only President Zelensky today as he spoke to Congress. And lots of analysis on how far he pushed, and he's still going for that no-fly zone. We also know that there are some kind of talks going on and what is possible and what is Zelensky willing to do and what would be in the best interest of Ukraine. We never know for sure, but we can certainly look at what we know is fact and where things could go based on history and Ukraine and all the politics surrounding it. Tamila Karpik is joining us, international security and democratic governance expert and a former NATO liaison to Ukraine. Tamila, thank you for being here. Hello? Hello, yes. Tamila. Yes. Yeah, yes. you're on, yes. you're on the air. Okay, great. Great to have you. Let me ask you, as we listen to Zelensky, and he is trying to move the West, do you hear anything in his words and and his suggestions that may have some kind of concrete negotiation appeal? Well, he was appealing to Western government for over uh, 20 days because uh, with every day the situation is uh, deteriorating, as you can see. Uh, the rules of war are broken from the start of the war since Russian forces are bombing not only military bases or strategic objects like uh, military objects, but they also kill uh, uh, innocent people, civilians, hospitals. Uh, which means that we have to uh, come up with some uh, creative decisions and uh, to appeal to Western uh, powers uh, to be creative too. And even though the sky zone, uh, the, uh, the oh, close the sky uh, zone is not um, on the table yet, mm-hmm. as we already had from U.S. Congress and NATO members, but then we still have to think what else can be done. Otherwise, more people are killed uh, every day. And so thinking outside the box, coming up with other solutions. Timela, we started to hear that there was some other offers and that there were more missiles being offered. And hearing some of the analysis after, and we know there's going to be a meeting in Brussels next week. Yes. Is it possible that those other things could move closer to what Zelensky wants? Is what he wants out there or is it just the no-fly zone? Because as you say, he seems to understand that, but he wants more. Well, first of all, uh, if uh, no fly is not uh, on the table, uh, he asks for planes. For sp- mm-hmm. There is a specific types of planes that we cannot discuss it on the air, I believe, uh, but specific types of air defense systems that are more 
that are stronger than uh, they have in place already, and um, Ukrainian uh, forces do not have these uh, defense systems yet. But after his uh, address in the Congress today, uh, he actually got uh, a response from the United States that uh, they, some of these planes uh, will be provided. Um, of course, probably he, he will want uh, more, but uh, he also suggested maybe to think uh, about um, a new security coalition, United for Peace, um, a youth uniform, uh, which includes possibly um, members not maybe only from Europe or close uh, neighbors of Ukraine, but some other countries that are willing to provide some assistance and some security um, negotiations uh, because as we see uh, the situation is becoming um, kind of it, it's going to be uh, it's mm-hmm. going, it's, it doesn't go any further right we are sort of asking for some things but uh, these things are not provided and it's already 20 days uh, of the war uh, so we have to think about other partners. I mean, not we, but the Ukrainian government that can be that can be included in the dialogue. And it is, and the discussion there that now there's discussion of a possibility of other countries coming together, even forming another kind of a group and an organization that would ensure that things like this, these atrocities, didn't happen again. And it's amazing how he has kind of bolstered ideas that if they were thrown out in a normal government setting, and today we're focusing on America as we begin here because of the address to Congress, they would be struck with a partisan or tossed aside because it didn't come from their party. But, Tamila, we have a little bit of an opening here where people are thinking of things I'm sure they never imagined. Uh, if you mean about security, uh, mm-hmm. yes, because like uh, over 100 children uh, were already killed uh, and like a thousand of civilians only in the city of Mariupol, uh, over 20,000 of people, are civilians, and it's not even official information because it's impossible at this point to calculate because such cities as Kharkiv, Mariupol, um, Russians promised humanitarian corridors, but it's still uh, difficult to get through these corridors uh, to provide assistance. So these numbers are really uh, horrible. So um, that's why President Zelensky has to think outside the book because, um, of course, he is grateful to all the partners, to all the organizations. But we all know that uh, some of these decisions have to be agreed within all the NATO members, within G7 partners, and um, like even Canadian Canadian uh, representatives uh, mentioned during his speech yesterday in the Canadian Parliament that all of the decisions that they make uh, have to be agreed with uh, other G7 partners, other NATO partners. Uh, and um, Ukraine understands that these decisions are not easy because they involve citizens of other countries. And um, one of the 
Uh, one of the reasons uh, why no play zone is not possible because uh, it might be the start of the, uh, an, an escalation. Yeah, he escalation, also laid yeah. out that we may already be in what we don't want to be. And I want to ask you finally, with your experience here, is it possible, knowing knowing how tough it is to get things uh, through NATO, is this an opening? Is this a special moment with all, again, your experience? How are you looking at this extraordinary request, these extraordinary times, and the incredible effect his words and asks have had on the world? Well, I, I'll, uh, I've had different opinions of different military, military experts, and um, they agree that, yes, from one hand, it, hand it's uh, escalation of the conflict. But from the other hand, um, there, there are some technical moments that can be resolved. For example, uh, they can do that uh, over certain uh, zones, over, for example, certain uh, places, so it is po- it is still possible uh, to solve uh, this issue as and it's al- it's already uh, so many people are killed. So how many more have to be killed in order to move with some mm-hmm. more uh, decisive solutions, right? So yeah, very and that's this, and that's what he's asked today. Yeah, showing the video and the whole thing. Tamila, we have to take a break, but I I can't thank you enough. It was great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for tonight. paying attention to this matter, and thank uh, you for yeah. all, for to all the Canadians that were very supportive and uh, here in Toronto as well, and, uh, right. accepting our um, our pain too. So thank you all so right. much. We are we're, we are accepting your pain. Tamila Karpek is an international security, democratic governance expert, former NATO liaison to Ukraine. We're going to take a break. When we will return, I'm Arlene Bynum. This is On Point.